Um, and I would I would actually suggest to anyone before they go and boof some K, if you're feeling a little bit down, try beating the shit out of Aaron Carter. I didn't even know this boxing match happened. I know we're gonna talk about it. No one. Do you want to just talk about it now? Are we doing the show? Yeah, we can. <laughs> we can do. We can do the show. Oh, yeah. What happened? Because like knocked his ass out. No, no, no. But like many of these, uh, you know, pathetic displays of where we're going as a species are. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of advertising behind them. You know, Trilla presents. Fuckface fights Snoop Dogg or what you know whatever it is. Well, Snoop Dogg wouldn't show up to one of these stupid things. Well, what happened here though? Oh, okay, when well, was Dylan? This? Do a good job hosting, dude. I'm trying to be raw. Oh, okay. Well, people still have to understand. You got to do some. Uh, uh, no, you don't. Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter did a celebrity boxing match this right, weekend. Right. Uh, hosted and put on some uh, streaming service. Do that- you think anybody can hear the lawnmower going on at your neighbor's house? I don't house think at they 8 can. 15 oh, I'm night? just as pissed off about it as are you are. You gonna are you going to rat on them? I don't know why someone's doing gardening the heat. at 8 o'clock. At- oh, oh, good point. Got it. Good point. You know what? Fuck the boxing match real quick. I want to talk about the heat real quick. You know, okay. <laughs> Raw. Today, I think, was the hottest day in my life that I've ever lived. No, it was the time that you and I went to go see Diana Ross at the Hollywood Bowl. It was 112 degrees. It. I had just planted a whole row of ficus to block out my neighbor. Right. And it was... Why did you need to block out your neighbor? I don't want to look at my neighbor. My wife can't stand her. Okay. So, ah, <laughs> uh, it's... What for? Why? It killed the ficus. Right. Right. Why? Can my wife doesn't like my neighbor because my we live in a very good neighborhood, and my neighbor Marty decided that she She's would buy three right. sheds from Home Depot, right? Put right. them in her backyard, and now start renting sheds. Yeah, it's very illegal. It's very illegal. Highly illegal. Yeah. Which, of course, will be the future greatest bit in another podcast show history when I rent out <laughs> yeah. one of those slums. You know what? That is a next door to Pat. It's that, a sitcom waiting to happen. This is a perfect solution to the homeless problem. I know that we talked about this uh, last week, and I don't want to harp on the homeless because they are human beings. Call them zombies. Only half because they are zombies as well. But you know when people are like, if uh, the flight's too full, but if you want to jump off, we'll give you a meal voucher to Wolfgang Puck. Right. And you can stay at a Best Western with a... Delay bro- your whole life and put it on hold for right, 24 Right, with a hours. broken television. Yeah. And then we'll spit in your mouth. We should do How's that, that sound for you? We should do that for people with big lots. Like, uh, what's his name? Marty? Or Marty, it's a girl. Uh, Marty's the, the girl. You know, turn your house what into... What an awful name for a feminine being. Turn your house into a refugee camp for zombies and we'll give you a tax credit. Uh, All you got to do is go to Home Depot, buy the sheds. Uh, you don't need to do that. There's one right off the 170 <laughs> that I overlook. It's yeah. an entire parking lot with wonderful tiny houses. And you might be shocked to hear this, Dylan. Right. It's been empty since it was okay, built. So- and there's a hundred units there. <laughs> no one wants to stay when they say you can't bring heroin into your tiny house. Well, why would you ever agree? agree to that if my home i want to do heroin in my home if i'm addicted to heroin okay hey Good michael god michael jordan you can be president of the world but you can't play basketball no one's taking no that no one's back. taking no one's that, that. heroin so is their basketball uh, no, we got it i think part of the reason why they don't want to live in those houses is because it's too hot and you know people from the east coast always tell me this um you know you don't know how lucky you have it 
in this fucking drought ridden firestorm of a desert. You know, you don't know how lucky you are. And I tell them and on days like this, when my balls are sticking to my legs and uh, tempers are flaring like a wet, hot American summer, that Spike Lee joint. Very overrated. Give me a mound of snow and a shovel now as long as i can get the fuck out of 102 degree heat dylan, he knows not what he speaks exactly nick uh dylan have you spent many years and many winters on the east coast i mean i spent a lot of time in in virginia but it's bucolic and there's not a lot of like you know You're there in short bursts aren't you i had two weeks yeah 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 it's not the same I spent the first 18 years of my life on the East Coast, all the brutal winters. And well, you had a bad childhood. I think that, that contributes to days. you not uh, recognizing the romanticism and the whimsy of winter. There's a possibility of that. However, I will say at 17 years old, when I was still waiting for a school bus, uh, the wind chill factor, I don't know how you rate that, but it was going through my little East Coaster body. And I remember saying, I am getting the fuck out of here as soon as I can. And I did just that. Here, this guy's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Dylan, it was 100 degrees today. You expect uh, a guy with a fucking thing on his back blowing leaves everywhere to have to work in that heat. He's out here in the darkness. I'm not happy about it either. It's probably waking my fucking kid up. That's how loud it is. So loud. Um, I think it's good for infants to be exposed to noise pollution. Yeah. Here's what I'll say, Dylan, to uh, to basically uh, throw back at your point about, oh, it's you know better to live over there and have snow and not this fucking heat. First off, it gets really fucking hot on the East Coast, too, in the summer. Sure, for about sure. Three yeah, it's a, what the Spike Lee joint was about. And this is going to sound really mean-spirited. And maybe a lot of uh, the fans of us on the Patreon, wherever they're listening to this, yeah. might think. This is what you say on who's living a better life. Take the average 40-year-old who lives in Massachusetts and then put them up against the average 40-year-old that is now living in Southern California. Do a side-by-side photo of those people, yeah. right? Do to Pick a pool of 1,000 people from Mass and 1,000 people from Southern California. Who's better looking? Okay. Okay? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Nine and a half times out of 10, it's going to be the person from South Carolina. Would you like to know why? Well, South Carolina. Because those brutal winters, while they do are cool and you're not having, uh, it's not like 100 degree days. Is, the guy, five is he out. getting closer? Should I tell him to st- Can I tell him I double dare you. I'll walk out there with a microphone to capture all of it. Okay, uh, let's go. Finally, I can get my point across without him yapping over it. Wait, he's just checking Dylan, it get out? get back in here. What I want to say is, that Dylan, I can't. The microphone doesn't stretch that long. Get back in. No, here. narrate what's happening. I can. Well, he's walking out there like a fool, and he better not yell at this man. The man's trying to earn a goddamn living, and he's out there walking up against my fence. Oh, I've got eyes on him. Oh no! And now, oh god, there's the guy with the uh, the the leaf blower. Jesus Christ, Dylan, leave him alone. Oh my god, I've got eyes on Dylan, him. Dylan, leave him alone. He's trying to make a living. You goddamn see. You want to talk about people, uh, these fucking liberals? Uh, we still got you on camera. Talk to the camera. These fucking liberals. Uh, look at him. He thinks he cares about people. He's yelling at a guy who's trying to earn a goddamn living. Live and let live, Dylan. Dylan would prefer prefer the man to passive heat stroke. You know what's funny? Is while uh, Dylan may think that, that he was judging that guy, that guy looked at this getup that he's wearing over here, and that guy was definitely judging you. Sit down <laughs> and do your job, dude. <laughs> fucking loud okay what'd you say to him (laughs) (laughs) the neighbor people getting raped in your neighborhood again can you believe my house is worth a million dollars this is where i live yeah no i know it's Uh, better on the the east coast where it's colder all right jesus christ (laughs) 
It's a catastrophe. If you want definitive, don't blame this on the heat, Dylan. Uh, if you want definitive proof that cold is worse, uh, like you said, look at the death toll. I, I want to hear your conclusion of the South Carolina, Boston. Actually, it you said runs, it, Southern California. Why wrinkles, are we talking about the Carolina? The wear on people's faces. Those winters destroy the souls of the people that live there. Years of that. Essentially what I was going to say, but mine was less physical and more mental. Sad is real. I don't know the numbers, but I know it's statistically significant that people commit suicide, suicide at a higher rate when there is winter. Uh, you need vitamin People D. People kill themselves with the Golden Bridge. That Gay is the Bridge. number one destination for suicides on the planet Earth. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt a lot of people it's from the Midwest there. are traveling to go see some sites, maybe a nice cross-country drive, see if they're inspired to not do it, but then they get to the bridge yeah. and they kill themselves the at the most obvious place. Yeah, the height is What did you enticing. say to that guy, Dylan? You know, what is the problem with me going to talk to him? I don't understand it. Well, it's uncomfortable for most people, but I guess not for you. And it's not your house. Or your neighbors. So what? Or your neighbors I don't care I didn't what my go up and think. spit in his three face. I asked him when he was going to be done. What, what is, is the fucking problem here? You know I this clearly happened, don't have an issue with it, but if he says no. This happened at the, the uh, uh, over the weekend. We uh, played golf over the weekend, and we had to leave on the 12th hole because the 11th hole took 25 minutes. There was four, uh, two foursomes jammed at the top of the tee, uh, looking at the Reagan Library across the way. And I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at the man that ushered in a new gilded age with so much wealth disparity. Hey, no politics. But anyway, so we're standing there and I go, this is fucking unacceptable. I call the marshal for the third time that day. I say, get your butt out of here. Well, out of here, get your butt out of here. You got to see what's going on. So he comes out and he says, I'm going to go scout ahead. He comes back. He says, I thought this was a racist joke at first, but it was actually real. Uh, he said the there is a Korean golf association in front of you guys. The next five holes are jammed up. And I said, all right, we're going to leave and go back, go get our money back. He said, you should probably do that. Whoa. So we head up to the to the um, starter. I say, hey, um, day's completely bust. Uh, we need the money back. And this girl says, uh, I'll give you half. How many holes do you play? Twelve. Right? Seems reasonable. Half. Half, yeah. 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 And I say, you know what? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I said, is your manager here? <laughs> she said, yes. I said, can you go get him? And she did. And she brought him out. And I readied for battle. And I said, listen. I understand we played 12 holes, but you don't know the opportunity cost that was sunk into this day. We had to drive here from Silver Lake. We bought beers at your bar. I bought a sleeve of balls. We got a bucket at the range. There has been a lot of energy spent at Tierra Rajada. Let me tell you something. What you're doing there is great. It's great. Okay, you're actually using logic. You got a lot of facts. Uh, a lot of people don't factor in the drive time and the purchase of various things at their store location. Right. I like what you're doing there. I can't wait to hear how this ends. I'll tell you how it ended. He put his hands on his hips. He paused and he said, you know what, Sarah? Give him the full refund. Bam. I said, thank you so much. He held out his hand. He said, you know what? I am so sorry. That that happened to you today. And I want you to know we were out there trying to do our best to give you a good round of golf. And I'm sorry it didn't happen today. And I said, Chris, 
Don't worry about it. I love playing here. It was just a bad day. Hey, uh, did you try and push the issue and said, hey, how about some free passes? No, for next I didn't. Week? I know oh. when to stop. Okay. okay, because I'm not approaching people uh, to confront them in a negative manner. I'm always there to find a solution to the problem. Do you know what a podcast is? Can you stop <laughs> fucking blowing leaves? Hey, Dylan, at eight thirty. Stop obsessing night. on that. Dylan, let me tell you something. While you were doing that, because as you know, I'm pretty good uh, uh, argumenter. I, I don't know if that's a word I can. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> so, OK, no. I do pretty good on my feet with coming up with stuff to combat uh, and uh, go back and forth with someone. When you were saying that, if Chris had come back to you yeah, and he said, you've already played 12 rounds. Yeah, there's only six holes, yeah. more. Twelve yeah. holes. Uh, you're basically halfway through your meal. Uh, now you're getting half a refund. I'd say I like your analogy, Chris, but that would be like halfway through my steak tartare and I'm enjoying it. And then I find a hair in it. Yep. It's been ruined. The yes. meal, the experience, everything has been ruined, Chris. Uh, what a disparaging my- way to speak of Koreans, Pat. Huh? No, stop. And I would, I, and we'll move on from this tale uh, very, very soon. But um, I would have told Chris the same exact thing. I would have said, Chris, my right miss was solely due to the fact that I mean, it's just unbelievable. What time is it? it? We got to move on to a new topic. It's uh, 8.30. Topic. It's 8.30 at night. The thing is so fucking loud. So can we get back to the boxing, man? Oh, yeah. yeah let's all right. So By the way, we're all over the place. If you're listening or a new listener. We apologize. Yes. Uh, all right. I don't. So do. uh, Lamar Odom, a uh, uh, fan of Gillyweed or whatever the fuck he was snorting to get his dick hard. <laughs> you want to tell him what we're doing here today? Oh, that's right. This is another podcast show. If you can fucking hear me, it's another podcast show. That's where we, me, Dylan... Nick Davis and Pat Hickey. Gab, Go talk to him again. Gab and Goof. Content he said it was 10 minutes, whatever right? Whatever is at top of mind. Yes, he said 10 minutes. It's, uh, it's, it's fucking. How can he see anything? It's earth shatteringly loud. All right, it's done. He heard us yelling. It's done now. If I'm my neighbor. Okay, it's not done now. She's not Holy like me. Shit. I would have gone out there and I say, you know what? Just skip today. Don't worry about it. Oh my! You're not supposed to be doing work like this after seven or before. And, and there's a goddamn plane. And here's one more thing: it wasn't that hot out today. Yes, it was. It was 99 degrees. It was hotter yesterday. You don't live What's in the valley. There, there's a 10 degree difference. There's no, 110 I- here. Was it really? You were in All Silver right. Lake. Yes. Tell right. Afghanistan yeah. out here. Why do people live here, Dylan? Please. The audience listens to us to escape all this horrible stuff. They want to enjoy themselves. All right, let's talk talk. about Aaron Carter getting knocked out. All right, so a couple podcasts ago, I had said when this fight's happening, because I was interested in it, I said we should all watch it and like do a live podcast about it. Right. This thing was so poorly promoted that it was off my radar. I didn't even know it happened. And then it showed up like the number five thing in my news feed. Are you fucking kidding me? Jeez, fucking Christ. You know what? I had to settle my hash with my neighbor on the other fucking side who built a makeshift apartment complex that I'm sure is not coded. This idiot has this gigantic dumpster (laughs) outside uh, in his parking lot. uh, And he decided, I don't know if it was on the cheap, but at 645 every fucking Wednesday, like clockwork, this idiot would get out there, drag this dumpster down his driveway, pull it out to one of those fucking garbage trucks that's going beep, beep waking everybody up in the goddamn neighborhood yeah, yeah, yeah. when the kid arrived i said no more of this <laughs> i walked over there i greeted him at probably his hundredth time doing this and thinking no one was awake at 6 45 it was like louder than a fucking it's amphitheater gotta concert stop. It's gotta stop. and i said hey i don't know what his name is mike or something he's armenian i said mike i've been listening to this for the last three years living here at 6 45 
I'm not tolerating it anymore. This building that you built here that's uncoded, I will call building and whatever. At Oh, you started with that. You didn't even give him the chance. Nope, because okay. he, he was looking at me fucking sideways. Oh, God. No more of this dumpster bullshit at right. 645. It right. ends this Wednesday. Right. Done. <laughs> I haven't seen the guy. The dumpster doesn't come out at Yeah, all you got to do is approach people and be kind to them like Pat was to this man. But let's talk about uh, Billy right. Weed or Gilly Weed getting knocked out. All right, so this is really sad. All right, so if you didn't know, Lamar Odom do and Aaron know, Carter. Do I need to go talk to the guy again? Just go walk up to him and be I, like, Pense, to, uh, don't make any more racist jokes. That's not, this is, I thought 10 You're minutes. making in, a racist joke. It's, I thought 10 minutes in Spanish. You tell me that man's not Latino? No, he spoke perfect English. Is he Latino? I don't know. Pense 10 minutos. I'd be looking over my shoulder if I'm on this guy. It's, it's 840 at night and he's got a fucking leaf blower. Out. Do we need to go? Do you want me to go talk to now, him? No, I want to move on because people are probably getting really anxious. I know they podcast. are. I know. Just forget. Forget about it. Just right. let it go. I, right. I try and explain this to my wife, by the way. She's yelling at people at Jersey Mike's now. <sighs> anyway. And my first joke wasn't about Koreans. It was about a miscommunication of words. Hmm. Uh you know, the longest line I've ever stood in is the Jersey Mike's at a gas station uh, on the eastern Sierras. Uh, the west side is beautiful, but the east is it looks like the Dust Bowl. And uh, there was a guy about 65 years old, hot dog skin. And uh, it was a, a obese younger woman with a butterfly tattoo. Big, big one, big blue one on her shoulder blade. And she was spilling out of very tight jeans. She was wearing Vans and a choker. Uh, she just looked like a big rock. And he was rubbing up on her the entire time. We're in the middle of a fucking line for Jersey Mike's. People are trying to eat turkey sandwiches. And he's rubbing his... He's just rubbing his thin, thin old desert man body up on her. And she likes it, you know? So Jersey Mike's is a disgusting place. But let's talk yeah, about right. the box. I, I got to say, this yeah. is a crazy coincidence because the two longest lines I've ever been in are hands down yeah. the Black Anaconda at Noah's Ark, America's largest water park 100%. by acreage, yes. not by number of attractions, or the Jersey Mike's at the LAX terminal in the middle of the pandemic. Yes. Yeah, it was a Jersey Mike's. Isn't it's that fucking insane? Uh, people are like, oh, they make great sandwiches. It's not that good. Just they need to think they about POS point of sale. Yeah. All right, this is what I hate about Jersey Mike's. Right. Hey, I want to give uh, the people, uh, the corporation, some advice. Hey, how about having a separate fucking meat slicer in the back for takeout orders, you fucking bastards? Right. I go up there at lunch. They got everybody in there, one slicer right. making thirty sandwiches. Right. Hey, I gotta make an order. I want to get out of here but in less also, than thirty minutes. It's a complete ruse too, because it's like, oh, it's freshly sliced. That doesn't matter it's a congealed wad of multiple birds it, it's a cannonball of multiple birds i don't care if you sliced it an hour ago or right now it's it's poison Lit our bodies can't process it so slice it before i get here and uh back to my point of sale gripe literally the reason todd graves uh the founder of raising cane's chicken fingers will not add more stuff to the menu is because it'll take longer people longer to decide at a drive-thru i can appreciate that uh the man thinks about every detail mike isn't thinking of that. No, no, and also, it's too much vinegar, okay? Mike's way. Don't make it so wet. Mike's walking around wearing his wife beater, slicking his hair back yeah, and going to the shore. I don't want it to look like your hair. I'm a real dickhead with this, too, but I don't like once the, the meat gets cut at Jersey Mike's and then the, the person behind the counter says, all right, what would you like on it? I'll go, all right. I, I go, I feel bad, but I'm like, look, 
let's take it one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take some lettuce. Then he puts the lettuce there, the tomato. I don't want to give you a lot of direction because you're going to fuck it up. Right. Because right, right. you're going to ask me four times. Uh, did you say pickles? Yes, I said pickles. Right. Don't don't uh, overestimate uh, your ability to remember shit. All right. I am so angry and I'm sorry. We've gone on so many tangents. Any new listeners will probably go, what the fuck is stop this? These, these, these body cam uh, videos of people who work at fast food uh, places like Subway, you know, like there's a dude who has a, a, a police cam on his chest while he's making double tuna fish sandwiches for guys that work at IT company. They do that? Some I watched one the other day. Someone ordered double tuna a double tuna sandwich that's eight scoops <laughs> out of the warm vat of tuna and mayo you know what you call that dylan what that's too much tuna oh my god what a show when i worked at a pizza john mulaney place, good luck buddy Cocaine's one guy would show up every fucking friday night on a pizza because it was a sub shop and a pizza joint say uh tuna fish on it i like tuna fish he's probably spanish with mayonnaise, you want the fucking tuna Yeah, he's fish? probably European. But anyways, let's talk about um, the uh, boxing match between uh, right. superstars Lamar Odom and Aaron Not Carter. really, not really. All right, so, all right. So anyway. Uh, not really or like they're not superstars? Is that, that what you're saying? All right, so all right. Look, here's the headline. Lamar Odom knocks out Aaron Carter in a celeb boxing match. Uh, and then it has question marks after that. The headline just has question marks. Celebrity. <laughs> How about public figures? Okay. I copy and pasted this from another publication. Yeah, how mean spirited is this? Of course this? you do. You don't know how to print off of a website. If you're a slub and I'm going to need uh, five out of 10 people on a street and you show them a picture of the person and they know who it is. Yes. I don't think that's possible with these two fools. Nope. All right. Uh, so the, here's the article. It continues. Lamar Odom is a champion once again. The ex-NBA star just knocked out Aaron Carter in their celebrity. There's that word celebrity again. Boxing match. Carter came out swinging, hit him. Odom many times with punches in his body, but he could handle it. Odom was in control. The 6'10 Odom and the six, uh, six foot Carter duked it out for two rounds at the showboat hotel in Atlantic City. Holy shit. Get sadder. But the Lakers champion was going to have no issue with handling this former pop star in the ring. Uh, do we want to play the knockout? Oh, yeah, 100%. Let's watch. Okay, so really quickly, you can tell that Aaron has really, really good form. Uh, when he comes out of the exchange in the corner, he is flailing as though there are bullets flying over his head. Uh, he seems exhausted. Also, his midsection looks a little soft to be in the ring. You take a body shot like that and you'll fall to your knees. Let me turn the volume down just a little bit and let's get back to it. Oh, he did a spinning back fist. Okay. So Aaron is on stilts right now. Yep, the referee's kind of holding him up. All right. He's trying to keep this fight going. People flew to Atlantic City for this. Stiff jab, stiff jab. And he is on stilts once again. Oh, my God. You know, it's sad that we don't have our, oh, our, our fight companion here talking about this. Um, oh, look at the people who are look there. Look at this trash. Look at the people who are there. Oh, that was the knockout? I believe that was that's how Chach. I don't know how we missed this. I'm actually kind of glad we did. Uh, it's so sad. Uh, don't get me wrong. These people are adults. They make their own decisions. But this is 100 percent exploiting two broken down, busted out, lost souls circling the drain. Right. Both have drug and alcohol issues. And uh, 
I don't think this paycheck for the this fight is going to be life changing for either one of these people. Well, um, life changing in the next two days, you can afford a nice rock. I mean, it runs out quickly, but that'll <laughs> change your life. And also, like uh, Lamar Odom has been open about his his uh, struggles with mental. Uh, uh, mental wellness and drug abuse. Yeah. He's e- even recently tried ketamine therapy. Um, and I would I would actually suggest to anyone before they go and boof some K, if you're feeling a little bit down, try beating the shit out of Aaron Carter. Right. Uh, I would feel immensely better. I've already challenged him on this podcast. If you want to go again, I'll, I'll fuck you up, Aaron. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good fight, but we didn't do Aaron justice. In the first round, I mean, he came out like a bat out of hell and he was swinging up, but he connected. It didn't do anything but he connected he did all right so i i want i want to say this i don't know if i feel worse for just some person that never got their life together or someone who was at the top of something at some point and then fell into a into such great heights is that what you mean i wouldn't say either one of these well maybe lamar odom being on the lakers and they won a championship i mean it depends on like three i think it depends on your world because like aaron carter was a teen heartthrob. He was the guy who showed up as Lizzie on Lizzie McGuire, a, a tween sensation. Right. And he was the man. Like he had a little bit. That's why he he went crazy. Well, he 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 drowned in pussy and he came out this drug well, addict. I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast. He was a face tattoo. I in 1998, he was doing some stupid Christmas album. I was giving him guitar lessons. He's this little boy, and before I know it, uh, I see on the Hollywood Bowl schedule, he's headlining the fucking Hollywood Bowl. Oh, here, play this horrible song that th- this was his hit, I think in like 2000 or something like that. Oh, yeah. This was an unbelievable song. His mother. Woof. What a devil she was. What a song. Okay, so I don't want to listen to this. Um, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it. Um, how old is he in this? It's probably nine. Uh, yeah, like nine or ten. He was a little kid when I little knew him. a little kid, and what a sweet kid. It's it's so it's so fucking sad to see now. How'd you meet him? Did you try to? He, he was you, doing a, rec- a Christmas record at the, he, at the time. He was fucking opening up for the Backstreet Boys at twenty thousand well, seat venue because venues. he has an in. Yeah, he had an in. With his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is what I want to say about people that had a level of celebrity and over time, they're not getting gigs anymore and the money's drying up. I want them to feel it's okay to put the acting or the music on uh, on hold and get a regular job. Yeah, but, go work at Trader Joe's. It'll be better for your career. Or beat the shit out of Aaron. Having a, sure a, a, a level of celebrity and then losing it, it you become in your own in your own personal hell in its own way. Right. There's no reason to get a. Uh, there's no reason that you can't get a, a license to be a an HVAC or an electrician. I wish we could tell celebrities, it's okay, you failed. Yes, instead right. of making it awkward when you walk into like a fucking Trader Joe's and that guy who played on uh, the Cosby Show. Yeah, he's just trying to earn a goddamn living. Right. Some asshole's got their phone out and going, "What a loser! He works <laughs> right. at Trader Joe's." Right, right, right. Let these people go and get a real life, though, like a regular life. They'll probably yeah, be happy. Also, do you know how sought after those shirts are that they have there, and they get to keep them when they leave? Is I that mean, right? They're unbelievably expensive. If you try to get one on eBay or something like that. And but I will say, just logistically, I think it would be hard for uh, Lamar Odom to be. HVAC. Hmm. Tight crawl spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good. Maybe an electrician. Yeah, yeah. You can have that license in like six months. You got to apprentice for a little bit. But before you know it, you're making 35 bucks an hour. Oh, speaking of electricians, can I tell a quick story? Please. Getting the internet at the house was 
an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. The new place. Yeah, the new place. <laughs> Show up. They can't access the pole because someone has allowed their tree to grow over uh, the access to the pole, right? So they can't. They show up. They can't do it, right? And they love to leave. Oh, this guy loved to leave. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. I'll give you my manager's number. Number. He'll contact you directly. You mean you just gave me the number for AT and T? Is that what you did, Ramon? <laughs> Fucking gypsy. So anyways, they come back the next day and the the, the second guy is uh, he's he's got a little bit more gumption. OK, he's he probably wants, younger on the totem pole. He, not he's not worn out and uh, and jaded. Yeah, by the yeah, business. yeah. He wants to help as best as he can. So he goes over there. The guy tells me AT&T is going to uh, the, the dude Ramon says AT&T is going to send a, a tree trimmer out. They're going to take care of it. Then we'll come back. I call AT&T up. I speak to a man, I think, in Bombay. I don't know. He says, don't worry about it. They'll come. They don't need to tree, trim the tree. I thought uh, you were going to say Mumbai. How the fuck do you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. I said, are you sure? Because I'm pretty fucking positive. Ramon left because he couldn't access the pole. And he goes, no, it's going to be fine. Don't you worry about it. So sure enough, the guy comes uh, and he can't get up there. So we got to go knock around at some doors. Right. And uh, the first house we knock on is um, an old woman walks out. Very, very old woman. You lost Ramon. Ramon left. Can't, uh, right, a he's new gone. Guy Never to be back. seen again. Never to be seen again. So me and this new guy start knocking on some doors. And uh, I'll get to the first, first house in a second. But I was yelling, excuse me, excuse me. Hello, is anyone home? And out comes an old, old woman from the, the house next door. Uh, lifer. She's been living. Is that a house or an apartment? It's a house. She's been oh. living in Silver Lake for a very, very long oh, time. Oh, no, they're the worst. And uh, she says, uh, what's going on here? I said, I, ma'am, I am so sorry, but we may need to get access to your backyard. She's very, very apprehensive. She does not want to do it. Well, you could pull her in the back room and rape her. What? She, what? They don't know. What? Strangers, what? No, strangers knocking at your door. I had a, a guy one time with a clipboard and a, and a gas a company shirt on. My wife's like, don't let him in. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen I care a lot? You are just a stranger to this woman. Yeah. Uh, All right. Again, his presumption. Come on, Dylan. OK, so she goes inside and she says, uh, I'll be back in a sec. No, I said she was ancient and I mean it. She was about 87, 88 years old. If I could put a number on it. She comes out with a. A Mexican guy named Jesus. Hmm. Now, Jesus like 50, maybe? He's an older guy, but he is not ancient by any means. And he says, yeah, it's fine. Come on back. And I was wondering, what's going on at this house? Mm-hmm. Is Jesus fucking this old lady? Could be. What is happening here? They've been applying to 90 Day Fiance for right. years. Yeah, exactly. So we go back there. It is a Willy Wonka of malnourished plants, and uh, he <laughs> cannot get back to the pole from his house either. We have to go to the original house that we meant to go to. Jesus clues us in on his neighbor. He says they're Chinese dissidents. <laughs> they don't ever answer their door for anybody. I hardly ever see them. I don't think they speak English. And I said, God fucking damn it. So we go over 
that you can't even get to the front door. There's a gate with a, a door, but it's padlocked from the inside. You can't get it. There's, there are signs that say, smile, you're on camera all over the place. So I begin mm-hmm. screaming once again, excuse me, excuse me. Is there anybody there? They do not come out. The police are called. No, no, come on now. The police are called. They called the police on you. I called the police. Why would you call the police? Because, it. well, I called the, the police with the AT&T rep. In matters like this. Oh, they need to, uh, some presence of authority needs need to be there. They need law enforcement to give the okay to pull a B&E to get me my fiber optics because I do a podcast. I have ma- I need to f- upload big files. Dylan, I don't know what chain of command you are c- second cousins with that got officers over for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year I had a guy go in my backyard and steal my bicycle. I called the cops. They said, we're not coming out. How the fuck do you right. get the, the men in blue to come out to make sure your fiber optic cable gets implanted? I don't know how. I really don't how know how. How long did it take them to come out? Snappy. Oof. Probably five, ten minutes. Next time that. someone steals my bike at three in the morning, I'm going to call the, the boys in blue. I'm going to say, hey, I need a fiber optic cable. Please. All right. So this is another podcast show. You know that already, though. Um, We've got a couple more things to get into this evening. What do you got? Uh, I have a conversation. I told you guys about my fascination with Uber. I mean, just the fact that I have a 4.87. And I, I secretly record most of my drivers. Right. And Dylan it's has against a four, the law, Nick. And Dylan has a 4.7. I just asked for being a end, nice guy. I don't understand why i have a 4.7 it makes no sense i wouldn't air it if i didn't ask them for permission which i did get at the end okay. um they could definitely get super pissed at that point when i ask but uh, right, right, right. thus far hasn't happened because right. it's been such good conversation right. but the dichotomy of me having 4.87 you having 4.7 it's yeah, funny he, he every uh, every conversation he describes is the most cordial yeah. thing we've ever heard but yet somehow he gets in these altercations yeah uh but you did get all your money back from chris yes Yes. Which is a beautiful story. And yeah, now you're yeah, a regular. And, and by the way, listeners hate when a story or has no resolution. Did you get your fiber optic cable in with the Chinese people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, 100%. Did you ever meet the Chinese people? No, God, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, and funny enough, the day before I had hopped in their backyard illegally to go find my cat because we thought that she was gone, but she wasn't. She was Watch out for the that. Washing Some machine. people, you go on their property, they'll shoot you dead. Not in Los I don't Angeles. want to lose. You can't do that. This is in West Virginia. Go ahead. Chinese dissidents may not know the local di- jurisdiction laws. We'll, hmm. we'll find out. Um, but. So I, like I mentioned, secretly record some of my conversations right. with Uber drivers. Right. With perfect uh, strangers. Uh, because L.A. is just a melting pot of stories. Uh, no one is, came here to be an Uber driver. They came here because of dreams. And you achieved that dream, Pat. Uh, but these people were- Set either- them low. You'll always blow past them. These people were either professional locals or people who came here to achieve dreams. And in this case, I was in the car with someone who came to achieve dreams. Fuck yeah, you were. Uh, this is three and a half minutes. We'll maybe cut about a minute and a half mm-hmm. out. Uh, but So start and stop it anytime someone needs to talk. But I was in an Uber with my driver who refused... I've had a lot of times where people will ask me if they can be on a phone call. And it's usually someone from another country and they're talking to someone back home and I have no problem. I have earbuds in. I appreciate you asking. This woman did not ask and she talked on speakerphone for about four minutes. Got it. Love that. Before I start recording. Right. And I had no choice but to interject myself into these dream chasing young people's lives. Right. How young? Uh, 
she was you can't really see the video doesn't help it's very dark the audio is the most important thing mid 20s mid 20s okay all right let's take a listen attractive uh she was okay she gets loud she gets way louder we're way louder it doesn't matter what he says all right let's take a second to pause here yeah give um, a little description of what we're seeing Dylan. well you're we're seeing a nightcrawler type backseat video here uh with you videotaping one of the most inconsiderate cunts i've ever seen driving a car so pat what would you do in this situation because i would have done something that would plummet my uber rating mm. i would not have been congenial or affable or kind or understanding in any way shape or form right. i would have said hey would you mind not speaking to that person excuse me while i'm in the back seat of your fucking car well i need some information before i make a jesus call jesus how long Christ. was this uber uh we had about four minutes more to go so a total of about eight minutes no it was probably 12. I don't remember when she took the call. This was a year ago. I did this for, I haven't shown this to anyone. I did it for my An exclusive. <laughs> I, 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 I kept it for myself, but you said you tell her to fuck off and you'd rain down no, fury on her. Exactly. Or, or you could just say, uh, do you mind turning that down a little bit, please? Uh, no. See, I took it the other way. I felt like the fact that she had him on speaker and she was talking so freely meant I was a part of this. Right. So I had no choice, once again, to interject myself into these young dream chasers lives. All right. Let's see how it plays out. Really? He was saying L.A. is his second home way more than the Bay. And he gets more love, specifically was his term, than... In, the in, a, in L.A. than in the Bay. Okay, got it. Bay sucks. Okay. I said the Bay yeah, sucks. Bay? Yeah, yeah, the Bay sucks. Which is cool. Yeah. All the bad parts of L.A. without the weather. <laughs> Look at you mixing it up. I know what you were after there, Nikki. Oh, no. I now, was... this is a brilliant thing because what you're doing to this, uh, and I'll say it again, this inconsiderate cunt of an Uber driver is you're forcing her to have two conversations. Now, she didn't buy, she she was not prepped to have two conversations, mm -hmm. right? She's talking to one person about the Bay in Los Angeles on speakerphone with a stranger in the backseat of her car. And what you're doing is forcing her to play a two-front game of telephone. Exactly. And I really want to nip uh, where Pat is thinking in the bud. I wasn't trying to fuck this Uber driver. Right. I was about to be dropped off at my girlfriend's studio apartment in Los Feliz. Well, that doesn't mean that you weren't trying to fuck her. It, though, absolutely, it? <laughs> it absolutely does. And no, I was trying to... I was super fucking pissed and I didn't know how to handle this. Right. And I'm like, I'm oh. going to interject myself into these young dream, dream chasers. You're lives. doing a pretty good job of being nice, though. Right, right. That's dope. That's dope. But you know, you know when you when you struggle in every part. She uh, just there's yammers on for about twenty five seconds. It feels great when you reach. With Wait, don't no, play it, play it. And that's why I told somebody. That's why people cry when they 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 win that that competition or anything else. It's not because like. Oh, you know, mind you, I'm in the back seat. She's driving me. Right. She is my driver. So right. much they worked for that moment and you feel like I, I, I reached it. It's just like it's this, this excitement. Your your body's just like, finally, you know, Here comes I, me. I have cried for this. I have worked hard, I double jobs and, you know, risked my life, you know, and then finally it hits and it feels great and you appreciate it. Yeah, it's not the destination, it's the journey. <laughs> you can't like, ignore 
these parts in between that you're having a good time even though you're hustling exactly you know you got to grasp onto this this is the this you're going to look back on these as these are really the good times during the hustle the grind are you doing over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> he was listening to you and he was saying that the bass Pause it. Yeah, he How was, could he not? It, but, but, I, but I feel you, fam. <laughs> and then come back. When we come back in, go back two seconds. You need to calm down with your directing right now. You're getting a little too amped. But we're going to watch the video. It's very, very funny. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know you. are stepping on her at the wrong part. But it's great. No, you didn't know what. You didn't know what. Oh, no. I'm having a good time because I wouldn't have known that you were doing this to intentionally fuck with her. I just think you're a overzealous, kind of excitable uh, passenger. Right, right. Yes, yes. Um, and then... Uh, he was listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> you had it on speaker, you bitch. <laughs> uh, that, are you doing Uber right now? Yeah. <laughs> was one of my favorite lines. But yeah, let's just, a uh, little this bit is, more. This and is, you uh, have a couple favorite lines from this. He was listening this, to uh, you, and he was saying that the <laughs> bass sucks. <laughs> but, but, I, but I feel you, fam. You, you got this. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was listening to you and he said, bass sucks. My soliloquy, and she takes out of it that the bass sucks. So. I told him to grasp onto the moments that were most important. I think he heard that, though. I think he heard that. We should all think about that. She's still going. She's still well, going. Uh, this is my this here. A little bit more. But get ready to pause it. All you have to do is press space. Okay. Awesome. But I, I appreciate you out of. Oh, you don't don't jump off because of me. What's that? I said, don't jump off the phone because of oh, me. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I was, I was being really passive oh, aggressive right, there, right. and she wasn't. I said, jump because right, right, you know, right. out of everybody that I met in November at the event in Vegas, you, DJ Irony, that has been nice, and basically these main two people that actually have kept in touch. The rest is just like they faded, you know. Yeah. So. Well, like I said, you only get out of all of like ten people. Only like one or two people will always be. And I got, know, and I got cool. the two right ones, you know, so I'm cool. Us two? Oh, yeah. Me? What's that? Uh, me and him? No, no. It's <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Why did you have to joke with her at the end? That I know, I broke a little bit. Maybe we'll cut that out. Dude, you are such a pussy. You know, uh, you remember when you uh, almost got into the right car accident? Hmm. What do you know? You were getting driven off the side of the road into oh, yeah. the barrier, and you should have just taken the damage. Mm -hmm. You know, the other night, and we'll get back to this real quick, but the other night I was thinking about you, and I was in a oh. similar predicament, and I said- Dylan I, would be dead right now. I said, I cannot let that happen to me. I was trying to get on the uh, 101 from the uh, 110 downtown. It's a nasty intersection. Big everybody, time. Everybody remembers from last week when a lifted camel truck almost ran me off the road at the interchange of the 101 and the 134. Yes, yes. This is not that place. Yes. This is the 101 and the 110. This is the 101 and the 110 in downtown. Now, this is a pretty nasty interchange here. Now, obviously, it's crammed all the way back up. And I usually don't do this, but I said I'm not waiting because I had a sociopathic moment. I was listening to Lana Del Rey. I don't know why it was pumping me up, but it was. Oh, she's very inspirational. So- I'm trying to find an opening. I see some guy cut in front of someone and I say, you know what? I'm going to cut in front of him Oh, because he can't have any qualms or so I thought with someone cutting in front of him to try to get on the freeway because he just did that to somebody else. Right. The perfect victim for my crime. Right. Again, I said it. Boy, was I wrong. This man was not 
having it at all. That is insane. That's my exact. It's never failed me. Right. If you do it, you can't complain. You're my mark. Right. So that's how I do it at the 134 101 exchange. I bunch of people. Do I cut in front of this guy and he proceeds to straddle two lanes in an attempt to get me off into the shoulder so that he can get ahead of me. And what I found was that what you have to do is pretend as though the vehicle is not there. Just keep driving. That is a figment of your imagination. Mm -hmm. And this, this approach can have real life consequences. But what will happen is your strength is your strength. Your power plus my power equals my power. That car doesn't exist, but he is not thinking that. Well, Dylan, you got to pretend like you don't see him. Then they're like, oh, if, uh, like uh, someone you're not. You got to make the other person think like this guy could really smash my car because yeah. he's not paying attention. You got to out crazy him. And God, you do that exactly by, that's by pretending that they do not exist in a bigger vehicle right on your taillight. If you give someone any rational person the choice in a game of mutual destruction, they most likely will back down. Hence what I did at the interchange. Yes. The 101 and the 134. Yes, I have a life to live. I have a bright future ahead of me. Right. I'm not going to die I, for this. man. I don't want you guys engaging in this behavior anymore. Okay. I need to make money over Sorry, the next year. Okay. And if one of you guys dies, the show's not going to work. All right. So, um, you know who really fucking... Uh, oh, well, really... I'm, I've already proven I'm a coward and I'll back down. Okay. Keep doing that. Uh, really quickly. What'd you give this person in uh, her, her rating? Honestly, might have been my first one star. Yeah. Just because of the lack of awareness. Right. No awareness. Of my bit. I go, don't <laughs> oh. jump off just because of me. <laughs> I thought she was about to wrap up the call. And she goes, oh, God, no, I wasn't. You bitch. <laughs> okay, so. Well, um, hold on. We've called her a bitch. Dylan called her a bitch. And I called her a cunt. Right. Please beat these things so people don't know what we're calling her. Sorry, sorry. Okay. All right, so um, we got to move on to mm. one more topic this evening, I think, or maybe one or two more topics. Hmm. Hey, I haven't really gotten to talk a lot about stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> Can we just... You did bring the Aaron Carter fight, and I feel like it's been one, one, one. Well, yeah, I really haven't feel like there's I've been peppered pe it with stories, but I they weren't any of the things that I brought on to the well, show. Well, Dylan, I want to bring a little bit more order to this podcast, <laughs> if I may, please. If we put it to a Democratic vote, which yeah, we won't, you're you'd lose, lose it. But I, I, I'm curious as to what yeah, you have. We love lose. the chaos. We love the chaos. It's new media. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but the internet is break, uh, blowing up right now with uh, my executive production of a new fan favorite segment called. All right. So I guess if you liked that train wreck of the first half of this show. How could you? But if you did. All right. It was incredible. <laughs> we have a just a philosophical difference on what is good content. That yeah. was amazing. We I absolutely thought you were going to say the we have pinnacle, great That was the but, pinnacle okay, of us. Got right. Yeah. <laughs> like a little more organized myself. All right, but anyway, no, we love, uh, we love chaos because we always hey, find can, our through line. Can we talk I love to that. the people? Hey, I'm trying Patreon. to let the people know I want right, to get money go, from them, it. Nick. Great show, fellas. Okay. 
So if you want to hear the other half of this, it's an additional 40 minutes. This is my newest produced uh, offering. It's called What's the Dill, where Dill picks apart uh, fast food uh, options that I bring in here. This week, we're going to be featuring the triple uh, bacon cheesy. Yes. And you don't want to miss Dilly reviewing that. I no, laughed at least no. four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, click on over to Patreon uh, at uh, patreon.com slash another podcast network. Give us five bucks and hear the other half of this goddamn show. See you there. We'll see you on the other side. Patreon.com slash another podcast network. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.